previously on Getting Dicey. It's only a matter of seconds before it goes from just a light rain drizzle to full-on thunder and lightning. You can't help but look up at the sky. Just for a split second, you see in the clouds this angry visage of Strahd filling the shapes of the clouds themselves. And all at once, there's just a cacophony, the howling of wolves from the woods around you. I'm glad we left when we did. Hopefully we can make it to Argenvost. As the darkness of the clouds envelop you from the top, the darkness of these woods just wrap around you in all directions. As a wolf launches out of the Svelich woods and just bites down into the hind (gasps) shank of one of the draft horses, your path is now lined with wolves of differing sizes and you manage to continue powering through the wind and the rain the wolves behind you slowly move back into the woods and the entire time that you are traveling you're just seeing the eyes of many wolves waiting to pounce there are many attempts to take out the horses bite at the wheels of the carriage and most of them are fended off and it just seems like there's a never-ending bombardment of these wolves at every single corner that you turn on this path after an hour you can't even count damn you can't even think of the amount of wolves that have been left bloodied and destroyed the fight to get to where you are at this point has been grueling it has lasted longer than any fight that you've been through so far you're already fighting with exhaustion the horses are bleeding and at this point moving slowly through the final uh, parts of the Svelich woods you finally make your way up the mound towards Argenvost Hole the only thing that you notice that's different standing to the south with glowing red eyes are the three revenants with swords out getting dicey <laughs> We're going to start with a roll of initiative. Oh. Did I need want to hear that? Uh, select your tokens. <laughs> tokens. Okay. I'm missing a couple of skeletons, I think. They got killed, right? They got killed. You got. Did they? Yeah, you got. You lost some skeletons on the right. Did I lose three. I believe you've lost two. Oh, yeah, I think I was missing one. I've rolled 17 plus three. I rolled 12 plus four, 16. Looks like Morley's leading the initiative. Never a good sign. Mm, High rolls from all of us. 20. Am I seeing the revenants have rolled a four? Because that sounds good. Then we get <laughs> the bottom of the water. Uh, I'm with that. That's that's um, they're rolling quite separately at this point. You've got like um, you've got the two that have their swords drawn, and then you've got the one that has uh, a spell book. You'll remember that there was a, a revenant who was a spellcaster last time. Um, he's back Ugh. as well, so he's gonna he's gonna roll separately. Um, to the others. We've all rolled for initiative here, so at the top of the order is Morley. Um, the revenants to yourself um, are slowly making their way towards you. That's really mm. all you've got, other than Argen Vostholt standing, standing grimly in front, of, in front of you. Yeah, okay. I, um, I believe this is the plan, so I'm just going to float this with the party before I commit to it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
start dashing. Um, I know we're going back behind, but I thought I'd dash to cover, if I can get to cover behind kind of this first section of steer. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Great. Molly dashes for cover. Okay. Yeah, perfect. And I will use my bonus action to hide kind of behind this... Oh, don't like, uh, don't like that arrow. Am I gonna? Am I gonna make it to this first kind of balustrade? Uh, 10, 20, 30, 40, 40. Yeah, yeah. We'll say you'll you'll just get to there. Yeah. Cool. And I'll kind of dive behind it. Okay. It'll look sick. And I'll. They'll, um, ne- they'll never know where you've gone. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. Well, well, they won't because <laughs> yeah. the rules say that I'm yeah. gonna use hide, and that they is don't. True. Know. That's yeah. true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. They're not too focused on you. Anything. So that's your. That's everything. That's your bonus mm-hmm. action. Where'd you go? In your action, there yeah, was you, nothing. You just power Deep through the, the rain um, and dive in behind the stairs. Yeah, I'd like if I can to do like a skid. Okay, give us um, like an athletics oh. run. <laughs> oh, big mouth. It's a it's a fourteen plus eight, so oh, twenty-two yeah, yeah. to skid behind here. You can describe that skid however you want to describe that skid. All right, it's like um. It's like a perfect slide tackle in football for all those sports fans that we have and on the team. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, is that and it, looked, your face? it looks real good and there's like mud goes flying up. Um, but I sort of come to a halt behind the balustrade and it's dark and it's gloomy and I'm hidden. Yeah. It looks cool. Perfect. Uh, American, over to you. Again, the rain is coming down. It's only midday at this point, but it is incredibly dark for, for midday. Um, in Barovia, and you've just seen Morley take off towards the stairs. Um, yeah, she's looking haggard, bloodied, and she's panting heavily, um, and she spots the um, revenants and um, immediately understands Morley's intent and um, looks around the party and ascertains that we are going to make a dash to get the skull to its rightful place. Um, so she summons up one of her last remaining pieces of magic and, um, starts chanting under her breath, May the grasping twisted thorns of winter slow your steps and bind you! And she starts summoning, um, exactly that underneath their feet. It's, what's the spell called? Plant grubs. Oh yeah. That's what I do. So it's got a massive radius, and I'm going to try and use it to slow them down as much as possible. All normal plants in a 100-foot radius centered on the point become thick and overgrown. A creature moving through the area must spend four feet of movement for every one foot it moves. So I'm going to obviously... uh, The range is 150 feet, so I'm going to cast it um, so that the the area of effect is, ends as close to us as possible, so it's impeding them for the maximum amount of movement. Does Damn. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thick and overgrown. Okay, so all plants in that range. Now, um, as you can see from the, from the map, there is a bar, large section, including the section that they're in, that there are no plants. There's some, mm-hmm. They're standing on... Um, a, a sort of a dirt path at this point. There's, there's plants off to the side. There might be the occasional weed 
that's growing up out of this thing. Oh no! I so thought that'd be fun. I'm gonna describe. It's not good. I'm letting you know that first before we before we move forward with another plant growth situation, uh, like at the Wizards of Wine. Um, so as you can see from the map, there is there's some greenery, but they're not currently on it, and there is a decent path towards your your current. Uh, location that also doesn't have plants oh okay i can't really see the map in color so i wasn't sure i thought there would be plants oh, on the path you can't see them uh, <laughs> it's all black it's and gone white. black and white oh, that's weird <laughs> it was in color uh, but we can't oh now it's back well okay. this is a situation because i thought that that would help but it's actually pretty useless so maybe I don't do that. Wouldn't be very useful to summon plants next to them. Well, yeah, yeah. if you do it once we've run a little bit of a ways to the north, there's plenty of grass to your grass oh. to your north. That's for sure. Um. Okay. Well, I'll, what I'll do is I'll um, use my yeah. turn um, to run my full movement. Okay. And I'll store that spell up for as to unleash as soon as Sounds they good. cross into the grass. That way I haven't changed my move. I've just done it in a different order. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. The last thing I want to do is go, okay, you plant, you do that, and they're just fine, and you've wasted a spell. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, you are a any. druid, but you did it on a dirt path. <laughs> and you just didn't yeah, know how yeah, your own yeah. spell works. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're just, yeah, okay, so you're just dashing. I'll, no, I'm saving my move to... Uh, do it when everyone oh, is right, right. getting into that space. Um, are you using all your... Uh, yeah, using... Oh, wait. I just moved myself willy-nilly. How, how far can I move? So you can move 30 feet. Or 60 yeah. if you're dashing. Okay, I'll, I'll just do 60 and then I'll use this move when I use it. Okay. It was a good move, but just in the wrong... <laughs> no, it is. It is a, it's, in the I, wrong order. It is a, definitely a good move. Um... If you were in a field, it would have been perfect. <laughs> it, it would have been good if it was good. Anyway, that's my turn. <laughs> okay, cool. Baron, over to you. Okay, I think I'm missing one skeleton. Oh, uh, so feel free to. All right, let's... Um... I duplicate them. Oh, hey, another Todd. Thank you. Todd and Todd. Um, that one will actually be... Where's my... That one's Penny, I think. Okay, um... So yeah, American and Morley have both just darted away, uh, seemingly in different directions as well. Uh, it's just going to throw off the scent, yeah, or the yeah. revenants. At least they, they, they don't I'm, have their arms up, like waving them around, screaming or anything. They're, they seem determined to whatever it is they're doing. Hmm. I'm going to ask my skeletons to please pick up that giant dragon skull and run as fast as you can to the northeast. Uh, yeah, they they all um, maneuver themselves around that skull, uh, and oh, just caught you up on that for a second. And uh, what sort of distance are we going to move there? Ten, twenty? They're going to move quite 60. a decent amount of space here. Um, basically, yeah, old... keeping pace with Mirakin. <laughs> yeah, it's like a big <laughs> skull. As you're running, you can hear the, the skeletons running up behind you, ca casting that enormous uh, dragon head skull. Very good. And I'll do the same. I will also run away to the north. 
beast. Everyone's running. It really does look like we're leaving Bill to his own vices. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. It's nice knowing you. Mm. Yeah, I'm just like, thanks, guys. <laughs> See you later. Uh, okay, anything else, Baron? All right. Just running. Um, it is the revenant uh, that hold that is currently holding that spell book. Uh, it's it's their turn. Um, and let's have a quick look here. What sort of distance do we have between them? Hundred foot distance. Okay. Uh, the revenant uh, with its book in its hand moves forward uh, slowly towards you, Bill. Just closing that oh, distance. It's like one of those. Uh people on Cuba Street that are trying to sell you one of those, the Bhagavad Gita <laughs> or something. He's <laughs> uh, holding his book. He's going to start with trying to compliment Bill's outfit to try and catch him off guard with a little bit of flattery. <laughs> um, and he's just staring you, he's staring you down, um, but doesn't seem to do anything further. It's your turn, Bill. I, I put my headphones in. <laughs> <laughs> Keep walking. All right, I am going to move up to. Oh, sorry, not not towards him. Oh, okay. To the square here, which is 30, 30 feet, I think. Is that square or that square? Um. Cool. So I can get that square. I can get that square. He sees you moving away and starts. Uh, uses his prepared action to just dart after you. So he's expending more of his movement now. Okay, hmm. that's not great. Um, oh, that might change what I'm doing. Actually, do you guys think these are like ring rates? How do you mean? What? Like, if you, <laughs> if you pop the one ring on, can they see you? Oh, if you go into the like the ethereal plane. Or... Yeah, or turn invisible. <clears throat> do you have the one ring? <laughs> I don't have the one ring. You've got the one ring. I've got the one shitty ring. <laughs> well, I don't understand. What do you, if you go invisible, you mean? Yeah. I think they'd need like true sight or something, don't they? Or, I don't think okay. the, the ring rings. I am going to, instead of doing that, I'm just going to play a really fast little lick on my ute. My loot. Uh, and cast haste on myself. Okay. Nice. Um, Speed is doubled. Yeah. So I've moved 30 feet. Um, I am going to move another 30 feet. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog over there. Yeah. We're all just... I love this. We're just all running. This is this is exciting. We don't normally run, do we? No. We, it's <laughs> no. usually too stupid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you distract them. Oh, more. and I can use an action to either attack... Dash, disengage, hide, or use an object. So I'm gonna use dash. Nice. Um, oh, nice. I'm gonna get yeah. the fuck up here. Okay, bye. Fucking, it's got 120 <laughs> feet or something. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, all right. Flash. <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> what would that look like if you were? Where, what, I thought it was bad enough running with the giant skull and then like Bill's like boom <laughs> <laughs> just 
just like just absolutely <laughs> just like cutting th- like the just, rain I'm, is like slow-mo for Bill yeah, at this point leaving he's a just hole like, in the rain yeah, darts yeah I just started moving at normal pace and then I saw a move and I oh, played my little yeah loop, what is your, what's, like and then what's everyone's it health like at this point anyway I know at the thanks to the wolves um, everyone took a decent decent hit to their HPs right I'm completely screwed I've got six hit points I was wow. at full. Yeah. But, uh, I have seven. Right. I was also at full. 32. Are you okay? As always. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the other Revenant's turn. Um, both of them seeing uh, Bill just dart off. All of you dart off, basically. Um, they also just uh, charge forward dashing. Um, Morley. Back to you. Everyone's le- is just leaving you. They're all heading towards the northern side of this castle. We're not uh, leaving yeah. you. We're not. You're, you're cre- well, we crea- sorry, creating <laughs> distance between between them and yourself, um, and the distance we'll between you and the revenants is. Shortened. You're going to trigger Morley's abandonment issues. Okay, <laughs> okay everyone's yeah. leaving you. <laughs> we're actually we don't even know where Morley is because he's so well hidden. That's oh, true. Uh, yeah. The last thing I saw was a skillful skid and then nothing. You can only presume that I vanished into the ether. Exactly. <laughs> Is that a football tackle into space or into yeah, into another dimension? <laughs> into space. <laughs> yeah. Um we well, see where my arrow is pointing to 60 feet on, <laughs> yeah. on, on the map. I do away um, from the ribbon. I do see that. Yeah, yeah. That's where I'm going to dash to now. Um to get back on track with my comrades. Okay. Um, and that curvature probably isn't enough for any kind of effective hiding, I would say. Not from that position. If you give me a stealth roll, um, I will decide if, you've, if there's enough things about. It's kind of like almost like a luck to see how well you can scout something to hide behind. All right. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm... Uh, throwing myself against the castle walls. Yeah, trying to blend in with the shadows. <laughs> and let me tell you, that's a net 20 Easy. with uh, a 12 Ooh. on top of that, so 32. The light uh, from just the darkened atmosphere from the storm at the moment is just the right kind of darkness for you to just press up against this, the edge of the castle um, and just vanish from sight. It's like an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Molly's skin changes colour to match that. Yeah, you Spark Castle. Yeah, yeah. Same textures. Wow. Uh, okay. In- anything else from Molly? No, I didn't get my position away. <laughs> Fair enough. Mirican, mm-hmm. back to you. Uh, yeah. Well, you know how I said all that cool stuff about how my spell would be really, really cool and cool, cool, cool and helpful? I'll yes. do that this turn instead. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, but I'm going to use my movement to run 30 feet mm-hmm. and I'm going to hold off on the spell until the Baron and the skeletons are out of the way to maximise that big radius to oh, make nice. everything leading to us overgrown. Yeah, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hold off on casting it. It'll trigger when they move out of the way. Okay. That's, okay, great. That's all. That's my turn. So you're moving 30, just the 30 feet so you can do that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Baron? Okay, the skeletons will run, will dash, so that's 60 feet to the east. Okay. Oh, sorry, got to grab 
grab them over here. American, where have you moved to? Oh, I'm just I'm just next to Morley. Okay. Although I couldn't tell you that he's invisible tomorrow. <laughs> oh, is it, so it's raining hard. Yeah. Is what time of day is it? About midday. Okay, so it's dark, but not that dark. Well, I mean, it's pretty damn dark. It's it's more than overcast, you know. No it's light. Normally, is, pretty dark. Very very yeah. little light is coming through the um, the storm clouds overhead. Well, I am going to cast chill touch on the red one. Okay, give us a, a roll to hit. Eighteen. Eighteen is a hit. So nine plus nine, and that's fourteen necrotic damage. Okay. Does that hurt them? It does, but it doesn't hurt them um, as much as as you might expect. Uh, however, because it's an undead target, it also has disadvantage on attack rolls against me okay. until the end of my next turn. Into the end of your next turn. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, and then I'm going to move 30 feet to the okay. east. And the moment that you run out of that area, Mirakin, describe what you do. Um, I look very dramatic. I raise my staff into the air and I start chanting in elvish, screaming into the wind and rain as the plants overgrow and tangle all the way into the distance. Yeah, yeah, just this enormous, this enormous uh, northwestern section of the, the castle's um, uh, front yard, I guess. Uh, just, <laughs> the front yard. <laughs> the lawn goes crazy. The lawn just goes thick and overgrown, and it just uh, pushes off out into the distance as well, because it's 100 foot radius, so you've thrown it 100 feet away, it exploded, so there's no way, no easy way around... Um, the absolute mess of weeds and, and thickets that have grown up in that area. Very good. This should slow them down. Um, thickets, you, you say. Thicket, yeah. <laughs> some the some really fat there. thickets are <laughs> in there. The juicy. That's right. <laughs> the um, American, you can see it's quite satisfying for you. But the, you, as soon as you do that, you can see through. You catch a glimpse of the the anger and frustration on the, on the revenant's face. The one that's sort of in the front. Um, it is that revenant's turn now, um, and he's continuing at the pace that that um, that sprinting pace, and he runs forward uh, just past the dragon statue out the front of the, um, uh, the mansion, stops, takes a look at all of the, the greenery that is uh, growing, and just sprints indoors. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Smarty. Uh, Bill, over to you. Oh, you're uh, muted. So I'm still super fast for another uh, nine turns, I think. Okay. Yeah, no. So while you're, and it's a concentration, right? So we'll, we'll add just yeah. like a little marker on there so we know that you're, um, so we don't forget that you're concentrating. Concentrating real hard. Um, be able to run up and dismantle everything, <laughs> stack everything yeah. up nicely. Oh, yeah. I wonder if I can do anything to the fence. Yeah, what's the fence made of? Um, the fence from your memory was just like a, a cast iron fence. One of those black cast iron fences with sharp little spikes protruding off the top, about six okay. foot tall. Okay, given I'm so 
He's so fast. fast. Yeah, man. Oh, actually, I don't even need to move for this. God, you're fast. Um, <laughs> I'm super fast. <laughs> so, using my last really, really good spell slot for this, um, mm. I am going to cast a spell centered here uh, and up to. Centered on the dragon skull. Just below it. Up to six creatures in a 30 foot radius sphere. Each regain some life. So Bill pulls out his loot again. Has a very soothing, very calming song. Uh, and casts mass cure wounds. Oh, wow. Ooh. And six creatures, so the four of us plus two of the skeletons will get 20 health back each. Nice. Wow. Amazing. That's 20, that's good. I can buff myself by 20. You can heal by 20. Wow. Thanks, Bill. I like to think yeah. Bill thought it sounded super relaxing, but it's like at double the speed it should be. <laughs> it was really frantic. To him, it was very slow, very down, <laughs> down tempo. Um, and then he's just going to whip over here and just take a look at this fence and see if he can... That's right, because he can figure, still move super fast with that turn as well. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, great. Figure out, what he's awesome. the, figure out how, the best way to do it. That, so that loot is, like, here. on your back, and you're oh. at the fence in, like, just the beat of a heartbeat. That's <laughs> just like, boom, you're at the fence now. Um, and it brings back memories. You're looking through into that graveyard um, of, of where you'd all jumped over and had uh, that first encounter with these revenants. Um, the small mausoleum off to your left, uh, looking at the, looking down at the fence. Um, there's more of these graves have been exhumed from the last time that you were here, and you can only assume that maybe this is where some of these revenants' new bodies have, have come up from. Mm. I thought they might. Yeah. Anything else from Bill? Uh, no, that'll be it for me. All right. It is the, the revenants' turns, uh, and they both follow suit, just sprinting into the, uh, into the mansion. Oh my god, I just realised this is like the end of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> it's just Are we like trying it. to get the car back? Is that yeah, right? we're trying to get the, the Ferrari skull back in the garage. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Molly, Ferris Bueller, is your turn? <laughs> yeah, is there a rebounder around that I can uh, <laughs> jump over someone's front yard? <laughs> Maybe two women sunbathing that I can destroy. <laughs> um, that's a very cool reference. If you want. <laughs> that's just, that sounds creepy otherwise. Every episode. Um, I'm just going to keep dashing, um, which takes me to just past this, this door here. Okay, great. And I'm going to obviously dive into the into the shadows, try and hide again. Yeah, yeah, great. Perfect. American. Um, I think I'm just going to keep dashing as well to keep up with um, speedy old Bill. Mm. Um, yeah. Nice okay. easy move. Baron? Oh, I just drew on the map by mistake. That's right, I can remove that. Very good. <laughs> well, no one's in view now. So, uh, I mean, the revenants aren't in view, so I'll, I'll dash along with the skull that stuff. 
Okay, great. The skull and the skeletons all just continue at their pace across the northern side of uh, Argenvost Hole. Great. Okay. Um, there is... You're not really certain what's happening inside the castle at the moment. Bill, it is your turn. Um, yeah, I didn't see the revenants go inside the castle, so I... No. Don't really know what to assume here. What does this, uh, what does this fence look like? Does it look like I can tear it down? Um, it is a, it just it a, an, a, an iron fence. Uh, it would take um, either a pretty decent amount of damage from a spell or um, some uh, some decent attacks to break it. But sure, it's not indestructible. Uh, don't know if that's the best strategy. Um. I am going to... I'm just enjoying zipping backwards and forwards, so I am going to um, run up here with 60... Sorry, 30 feet of my movement. I'm just going to yell at the others, Where are they? Are you all right? Um, to, to me, it sounds normal pace, but it comes out probably quite fast. The rest of you moved on before the revenants... Before you would have seen the revenants heading into the, into the mansion. So you're not sure oh. exactly where they are. As players, you do. You've probably got a little bit of extra information about your characters. They um, are probably assuming that Mirakin's growth has stopped them or has slowed them down, forced them to maybe make another decision. Yeah. Could we roll for, or could someone roll for insight to see if they could gain that knowledge? Um, yes, but whoever rolls will be rolling with disadvantage due to the exhaustion. <laughs> well, since I'm the ca- one that casts the spell, and inside is my specialty. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, do I get that uh, disadvantage cancelled out? Whether it's do. Thing? You do get that cancelled because I haven't had a long rest. Yeah, you know you haven't. <laughs> so I get I get disadvantage from the exhaustion, but advantage from needles. So yeah, so it's I'll just roll a insight roll. roll. Um, and it's horrible. It's a two plus four for six. Um, <laughs> you you think. Um, that the revenants aren't going to be smart enough to do anything other than chase through this that thicket, the the overgrown woods. Fat thicket. Fat thicket. Juicy. So I'd I'd say American probably lays out to build. You know that she used plant growth, filled that whole field with overgrowth, and that they probably slowed down making their way through there. Okay. And in that case. Thanks, American. And I'm just going to go down <laughs> where I was. I like Bill's new voice. Uh, um, I'm going to... So that's my... That's 60 feet of movement, so I'm going to use my additional action to dash. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to run in here, see what's up. So you're just you're bounding over the fence? Just leaping the fence. Okay. I think with... Landing in here. With, um, with your dash, uh, you do get a decent... Uh, run up and jump. Obviously your jump gets extended as well because of your, your movement speed. Um, you run in and you get back into that uh, mausoleum. There's still a couple of dead bodies in here from the last encounter where Mirakin mauled a revenant to death in bear form. Um, and there is um, a plaque that you may or may not remember um, that the Baron read uh, out loud to the group. In, uh, that was written mm. in Draconic. 
um, and what it uh, you remember uh, that it said and you're looking at it now still the, the letters don't really mean much to you but you're remembering how Baron interpreted it that was basically sort of talking about how um, this is the area for where the bones and treasures of Argenvost lie and you know how is the founder of the order of the silver dragon yeah okay could it say like return the bones uh, it, it says here lies the bones and treasures of Argenvost Lord of Argenvost Holt and founder of the Order of the Silver Dragon. Don't just, yeah, was, don't start was, questioning our, our strategy now. <laughs> like, no, it was the oh. um, it was the guy at the top of the thing, right? That told us to return the skull. If I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, American had visions of of, of doing that. I think. As yeah, well. and the, the, oh, like Argenvost uh, in a fiery um, form came up, kicked up out of one of the fireplaces within the mansion. And, um, and beg for you to return his people uh, to normal. Help uncloud their minds. Mm. Okay. Um, I think I've seen everything I need to in here. I'm just going to run back out and jump back over the fence. Okay, great. And, and just be behind this little corner here. Okay. I can't really do very much. All right, Morley, we're back with you. It's more morally of the same. Okay. <laughs> <Splashing>. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother to hide this time because I'm in a bad castle wall. Are you, so you're just doing your standard movement or are you dashing, sorry? Dashing, sorry. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, great. There, about yeah, there. You're running out across, you finally see that fence and, um, and Bill uh, on the other side having just jumped back over, just leapt over from uh, um, the other side. Uh, <laughs> any waves uh, Mirican <laughs> um, let me just see how far I can move so if I move 30 where will that get me to <clears throat> level with the skull um, yeah. oh, so I won't even I'll just be the alongside skull. the skull Yeah. I guess I'll just dash as well like Morley i got to get closer but I'm going to be yelling we we have to reunite the skull with the bones. As if everyone didn't already know that. But she says it anyway. Look, it's good, it's good to be clear. <laughs> Communication is key. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Baron. Uh, dashing all the way. So. All right. If I can dash and then uh, launch <laughs> the... Uh, the skull over this. So you would like yeah. them to attempt to throw the skull, a, a brittle old skull, over the oh, fence. <laughs> so I thought it was mega tough. It's just an old it, skull. Of an ancient dragon. I mean, if you want okay. to risk no, it's throwing good to it, know. I, I mean, <laughs> if it looks brittle, they will not be throwing it. I just assume Do not drop kick tough. the skull it, against the has, middle fence. It is canon that it's light. Yeah, that's true. Like if you want to give it a go, like we can, yeah, we can that, see how that goes. I, after after your uh, questioning, I do not. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, right. But they they might attempt to when it's there, so they're within walking distance next turn, right? Mm. And so they'll try and sort of prop it up and then tilt it over, you know, like a because it's 
it's 30 feet long. Yeah, yeah. The wall's only six. They can seesaw it over, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they can totally. They might scratch the bottom of it, but yeah, that's, that's fine. It's been through worse, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And, and um, the Baron? Uh, dashing. So. Okay, a lot of dashing. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, uh, Baron, you see as you're looking into the uh, the cemetery um, through the door where, into the room where you first met the revenants skidding across the stonework and to a halt in front of the door is the revenant with his spell book son of a bitch I'm going to point at him <laughs> he's gone inside and he's just pointing back at you now it's a point off no hey. <laughs> I point him first uh, Bill your turn um, hmm. Tense. I am gonna see if this works. So if I if I see Baron pointing, it's gonna be a pretty strong sense that it's he's there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to run here, and now you can see him in that doorway, and the pointing from Baron like moves over to you now. Um, oh, hi, Bill. And I'm just gonna say, "Come get me, bitch!" <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna run right. up here. So that's my normal movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty, ten, uh, thirty. How far is that? It's not great. Um, yeah, I'm gonna run over <clears throat> to this spot over here. Okay. Him having seen me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it's uh, as you round that corner of uh, the mausoleum, peer through the gate back uh, towards that door and the stairs leading up to that door, uh, two of the revenants burst through that door onto the landing of the stairs with their swords out. God damn it. Morley. Oh, you're, uh, you're muted. Sorry. What state is that door in that they've just come through? Is that open or is it swung back closed? Uh, it's or? open. It's open. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Um, I was going to do something really cool there. Could it be closed? <laughs> no. um, I'm going to... I'm going to try and fire a crossbow bolt um, at the... just kind of the middle area of the revenant to my right. Uh, okay. Yeah, give us a roll to hit. I, I will do that. That is... Oh, fuck, that was just the damage. Damn it. Sorry. Um, 27 to hit. Uh, yeah, 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 that's that's a hit. Sorry, I was looking at all the, the things that were coming up in roll 20. Yeah, 27 is definitely a hit. Yeah, um, and I don't think I'll get sneak attack on this so no. just just eight uh, eight piercing damage but really I was just trying to kind of waylay him or give him something to think about oh yeah okay yeah fair enough he's thinking about that crossbow bolt in his chest uh, right now <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to move to take cover behind the um, oh, actually am I going to get there maybe not I wanted to try and, oh yeah I can get here yeah 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 perfect just behind that turret edge Cool. 
Uh, and I'm assuming hiding. You're assuming correctly. <laughs> thought so. Mirakin. Um, things are getting pretty scary. Dicey, um, one might say. No, I would never say that. Oh. <laughs> that oh, sounds okay. stupid, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Womp, womp. But. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop and I'll stop introing it like that, I guess. <laughs> oh man, um, this is this is so desperate. Um, okay, I'm gonna try and buy us time with some of the last of the strength that I have. Um, I'm gonna raise my staff up into their air, and I'm gonna call out for the spirits of the swamp to aid us. Um, so what? I'm going to cast Conjure Animals, the spirit of the swamp. Shit, um, all right. What? I'm going to conjure crocodiles. Oh, again. Return um, to the croc. What? Return to the crocs. What? <laughs> it's been a while yeah. that you've used them before. The, the, reason, the reason I've chosen these is because I want them grappled, and that's... Um, part of their attack is that it's got a built-in grapple. I hope you have so, their... Um, Character sheet available. I do. Oh, you do. I'm just okay, trying to figure great. out how many I can get. I can get their half seer. So what does that mean? It means I can get four of them. So a line of uh, shining, ghostly-looking crocodiles line up in front of them, conjured by me. I don't and have uh, a marker for them, unfortunately. So I'll just bring four cats. If that's okay for you, just uh, catadals. Fine. I'm gonna crowd grasp them, my children, and they're gonna roll their attack rolls. Whereabouts do they spawn? They can attack on this turn. So they spawn next to you. Do you get to choose where they spawn? Sixty foot range on the spell. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm summoning them in the way between the, the tower and the um, the revenants, and I'm going to have them rush the revenants. But I just want to make sure I'm not cheating, and they can take their turn now. Um, I think they can. Summon creatures are friendly to you, blah, blah, blah. Roll initiative for the summon creatures as a group, uh, which has its own turn. Okay. So they get added into the, um, the oh, no. list. So I they might just get all listed. I should be able to give you access uh, to them. <laughs> uh, such a like drama. Um, they cool. should be now controllable by you. So you should be able to, um, although it is just a cat, so just the token. <laughs> it's just a cat. It's just a cat. Uh, so click the token and roll initiative for them. Because they'll get opportunity attacks as well, which is good if they do get run past. That's true. Um, so just a just a d twenty. They don't have. Um, actually, I'll add them on. I'll add them in. Add the two. <laughs> just, give me a, just, give me a, well. just give me a d twenty, please. <clears throat> I think realistically, I'm meant to choose what appears. I think the DM, but I'm happy for you to make that decision. Uh, a six. You've rolled a six. It doesn't say the GM has to choose the creatures. Oh, play, play the set card. Play the oh, set card. The GM has the creature statistics. I think that's all it means. Never mind. I have heard that rule though, but it's just yeah, yeah. 
I guess that would make sense if someone wants to choose something that's completely out of place. Like yeah. Um, well, you're in, you're in luck. They've been added. They don't go until after Bill, though. So we'll wait until uh, Bill's had his turn before they have a go. Could have got a giant seahorse. <laughs> that would be great. Just flopping <laughs> around on the, <laughs> the floor of the graveyard. There's um, a giant goat. You could have summoned that with that <laughs> other giant goat that attacked us. Sangsor? You could have just summoned Sangsor. Sangsor. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> any, yeah, they anything, could have become friends. Anything else from American? Um, I'm going to take my movement to hide behind this building. Okay. Because this uh, is a concentration spell. Oh, right, And right, American's right. looking very, very desperate and strained at this point. She's using up the last of her magic now. She's in a desperate situation. Okay. Uh, Baron. Okay, well, the skeletons will attempt to uh, gently raise the big dragon skull, the very frail old dragon skull, yeah. up over the fence, tilt it over, and then climb the fence themselves. I feel like this is going to take more than six seconds to maneuver this mm -hmm. skull over. I Have will. You movers, things <laughs> like it. I will. I will allow. Um, I'll run this past you, if you and you let me know if you're still happy to go with this one of the mm -hmm. skeletons is going to jump over to the other side maybe two of the skeletons are going to jump over to the other side the other three are going to manoeuvre the front up and over and start the movement of the getting the skull to the other side it's going to take mm -hmm. two turns to get the skull fully over as yep. well as having all skeletons over that sounds fair but they're going to be completely unusable for those two turns, other than yes. focusing on that task. Yep. Okay, cool. And what about you? Uh, on the end of the second turn, can they move the skull? Uh, on the sec on the, at the end of the second turn, they will have expand, ex expended their turn, uh, their two turns getting it over. So that will be it done. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Well, that's what they're going to do. They are determined. Okay. Go, Janet. Go, Charlene. You go... Go, jump over the fence, would you please? And Chris, Todd, and other Todd, can you um, <laughs> can you push it over the fence? Just be gentle though, because it's very um, it's old, it's an antique. Cool. They start they start moving um, to get this over. It's very much uh, is, is that area of the fence where you want it to happen. I think so. Okay, so the, again, more, morely what you're seeing is these skeletons, uh, skeletons kicking into action, moving it in, but they're very much getting in your way if you're if you're wanting to do anything. But they're helping you stay hidden. Um, Baron, what do you want to do with your action? Yeah, well, I would have used teleport to get it over, but I it's one of those spells that you can't cast at a higher level, and oh. all that level is being used. Second level is being used. But I am going to cast um, <laughs> I'm just going to cast Chill Touch on the red the, oh, yeah. the one with the spell book Yeah, yeah, sure Alright, give us a roll to hit oh, I rolled it twice So the first one is 11 uh, And That's that is a miss That is a miss 2 plus 9 too much going in front okay. of you with the skeleton, the crocodile snapping away, and which, by the way, you've now seen four crocodiles like appear after American 
cast iron. Ghostly crocodile. Ghostly. Oh, they're the beautiful crocodile. children. If you look at the icons, instead of looking at it as the cat, and you look at their negative space, it almost looks like a ghostly mouth, I guess. <laughs> so you can think of it. <laughs> yeah. Ghostly cat and Muppety. Yeah. Uh, anything else from the Baron? Um, I am going to try and run up above Morley there. So to the east. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Hopefully out of sight. Uh, it is the Revenant's turn with the spellbook, and he uh, walks through calmly um, down some of the stairs and sort of stands. I like how m- he's pretending, but I know he was running through. Yeah, he's acting <laughs> like carpet. he's all chill, but <laughs> you know he was running. Like walking, yeah. <clears throat> well, he's got, he's, he's got things he wants to do now. I know what he's up to. Um, cool. But I will get one uh, opportunity attack from one of the uh, crocodiles, American. Oh. I've rolled a natural 20. What a time for it. Hit. Nice. Give me double <laughs> double dice. So uh, 2d10 plus 2. Okay, does, it, does it get to grapple? Um, uh, so it has to make a, a save. Yeah, it makes a so save. So I've rolled quite poorly for that. So that's 5 plus 2 for 7. Um, and that's piercing damage, and the target is now grappled. Oh, well, it has an it's... escape DC of 12. So he's grappled. The target is grappled. Escape. Oh, until the grapple ends, the target is restrained. Well, he has to use <laughs> so he can't get past. He can't. He, I think he gets to try and escape on its turn. Um, so in fact... Oh, it is his turn now, right? Uh, yes, I, I suppose it is his turn. So we'll... We might just reshuffle. Does it, take an, does, it take, does it take an action to try to escape it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be his action. Uh, so he's going to okay. use. Good. Stre- oh, so, oops! I needed to roll saving throw. Sorry, I, I think I rolled the wrong one. He's um, MVP. He's failed. He's failed. He's only rolled a total <gasps> of nine. Oh so this revenant with a spellbook has now just got one croc on his arm, like keeping him from being able to um, move. So it's not that he's grappled; he's restrained. He cannot move. His, um, yeah, that's, yes. that's great. You can still attack him. Okay, I don't even think he can do anything other than uh, try and escape when he's restrained. Let's have a quick refresher. We don't use this very often. Speed becomes zero. It can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls have uh, against it have advantage. Anything it does has disadvantage, and it has disadvantage on dex saving throws, which wasn't what he nice. was trying to save with. But he is he's restrained now. Um, Bill, he, he, while he's fighting with this thing, he's just looking at you with like fury and anger, like he's so fucked off with this right now. Um, <laughs> Bill, American screams, "Get him, chompers!" <laughs> chompers. So this is I've this. embraced the peepers and I've gone the other way now. Now I'm like, <laughs> actually. So American, just for your reference, it was this one on the left that has um, yeah. got him grappled. I don't know if that means. Uh, it maintains that bite? It it can't bite another target while it's maintaining that grapple. Great. Okay, perfect. He's occupied. Yeah, yeah. Chompers is. Is, Chompers is doing what Chompers does best. This is Chomper. great. Uh, over to you, Bill. Chompers going to chomp. Um, can, I, can I see <laughs> him from here? Uh, you can see the one revenant um, and a bit of the revenant with the spell book behind him. So you can see one of the swords... Revenants and one of the, and the spell book one. Actually, I don't even know if it matters if we can see if I can see him. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I can get better to see him. Okay. I'm just going to yell it. Ha ha, what a croc! 
uh, and cast <laughs> uh, Vicious Mockery. Uh, and which, which one are you? Make a, uh, the Spellbook one, the one that got bitten ah, by the crocodile. Yeah, yeah. Um, so four, oh, this is DC eighteen to save. Uh, Nat fail, just a one. It's a total seven, so that he does not save. He takes four damage. Four damage. Oh. And it's psychic damage. <laughs> um, level ten. Four. Level ten. So I've used about fifteen feet of movement. Yeah. Um, I'm going to use forty-five feet down here. Okay. Um, and then I can I have a bonus action where I can dash as well um, but I'm going to ready my dash for when okay. the blue guys get I'll say within within 40 feet okay so what's going to happen I'm, trying to, I'm going to dash away Okay. I'm basically trying to draw them away from the party okay cool uh, it is the crocodile. The crocodile's time. Turn to shine, I think, Joe. It's time to chomp. Um, Merican's looking again, exhausted yet crazed, and she cries out, "Yes, my beautiful children of the swamp, grasp for their flesh and do not let go." And um, they give it a go. They They're going to roll to hit. They mm -hmm. Give it a go. Um, so the first one goes for the well. This one here. How do how do they run? They they sort of like have crazy little legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how you describe us. <laughs> it runs like a crocodile up to mm -hmm. the guy and bites him. Um, well, attempts to. I've rolled ooh a three plus four to hit. That is a miss. Yeah. So the second one's gonna go in for the front revenant again. Rolling. Another three plus four to hit. That's also a miss. The the final one stampedes in with all the grace of a flailing dishcloth and rolls. Ooh, a seven plus four to hit. <clears throat> that is a miss. Does the um, crocodile that's currently engaged <laughs> with the other revenant do anything? Or is he just going to stay... Oh my gosh, what did that happen? It's a cute bond. <laughs> That's such a meat cute. Um, I think that it just can't bite another target because it's just restraining. Okay. He, I think it just uses his turn to continue grappling. Okay. Just keeping him keeping him restrained. Okay. Yeah. He wouldn't de Chompers would never open his mouth once he clamps on. That's not how he does it. No, I mean of course it's not, not how he death rolls. Eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Very good. He's got a restraining order on his. <laughs> yeah. Fiance. Uh, that, that's what I call Gator Aid. Oh my god! Oh. This has got to stop. Um, the the revenant that has the crossbow bolt in its chest uh, pops it out now, and it just heals over. Um, uh, that's right. And he's he's looking about for whoever could have done that but all you can see are these skeletons at this point um, dealing with this uh, this skull and he sees these crocodiles all around him and I think he's just going to raise his um, long sword 
and slash down on um, one of the crocodiles twice. Uh, he's rolled a 17 and a 16. Uh, that's a hit. Uh, doing a total of 41 damage. <gasps> 41! No! Okay. How much HP do that's your crocodiles good. have? Um, 19. Because we, we've had this rule. We just haven't utilized it very often, but we have run with this rule for a long time where if you deal enough damage to kill something, you can continue to swipe through into the one... Uh, next to you and so with 41 damage it's going to kill two of your crocodiles R.I.P. well they didn't get named so you know chompers in the way just chompers no I am I am devastated so uh, he's he would have attacked the two that were late in front of him on the steps so these two um they, they melt away, they dissipate away into the air. Okay. Um, and he slowly just uh, walks down into the middle of the cemetery and he's, he's, just, um, he's just looking around and he sees Bill uh, and just takes a couple of steps forward to finish. Actually, how much movement does he have? Yeah, he's going to make his way a decent chunk over, um, which will get within that 40 feet, uh, Bill. Um, okay, I have questions. Mm-hmm. Can I see these things? I don't know. I what... probably wasn't paying much attention to them. Um, Because I was yes. trying to run away from these revenants. Yeah, you, from the last time you were here, you remember the broken, dilapidated part of this, this mansion, and that there was the, the sickly sound of skittering spiders, giant spiders, but they kept to themselves for the most part. They never came away from, um, from their lair. And now that you're looking around for somewhere to dash, you're looking back over there and you can see um, lots of these enormous spider legs. Okay. And the, this is open. <clears throat> this is open, this... yes. Yeah. Oh, gross. Um, okay. I'm going to go down to this square here. Okay. 60 feet to the south. <laughs> 60 um, feet to the south. As you do that, you keep your eye on that dilapidated section, and this is the first time you're seeing it. There is like maybe a dozen of these enormous giant spiders just um, sort of nesting and, and, and putting uh, web out onto the walls and, and just skittering uh-huh. up the walls. Um, but they are enormous. They dwarf um, runs in in size. Yeah, I'm just... But they haven't noticed you at this point. Okay. I'm hoping that's going to stay the same. Um, and the other revenant also walks out just out into the middle of the uh, the graveyard, just looking around, not sure uh, where their ta- the target's gone, and just sort of keeps an eye on what's happening with these these skeletons, not really seeing them as any sort of threat. Um, I will give one of your uh, crocodiles an opportunity attack as he walks past American. Oh, good. Let's see if you get a name. He's rolled a twelve plus four hit. Oh, that is a that's a hit. So that he's gonna Ooh, he's gonna get bitey. grabs on his way down the stairs. Oh, uh, grabby is also a good name. Grabbers. Grabbers, grabbers and chompers. Chompers and grabbers. Um, and so he's just instantly. Oh, it's his turn. He's gonna try and uh, break away with a strength saving throw. Uh, and I've rolled. 
Okay. Uh, cool. Nine damage. Um, and he's rolled a total of 26. So he does take that bite, but he breaks free of its grasp as he continues that movement into the, uh, into the graveyard. Uh, Morley, it's your turn. Oh, you're muted. Yeah. I'm imagining this fence is like a wrought iron fence where I can like clearly see through it. Yes, yeah. Cool. I'm kind of crouching down on, on the ground and I'm just going to shuffle slightly so I can see the revenant that's kind of bearing down on Bill. Um, and I'm going to throw out uh, a firebolt. Okay. Yeah, give us a roll to hit. It's a 23. That is a hit. And uh, it's 2d10, but I'm also going to use my magical ambush, which I got at my last level up to be able to deal sneak attack. Perfect. Here. Uh, so, <laughs> a 5 and a 1, you know, not amazing. Um, <laughs> but, fuck, where's my sneak attack button? Damn it. 5d6 at this level. Yeah, wow, man. That's, right. that's pretty. that's pretty intense. Um... One, two, three, four, five. Roll. We got <laughs> ten. That is a shitter. That <laughs> oh. is absolutely shitter. A two, a so. one, a two, a one, and a four. It's <clears throat> a so total. Attacked. <laughs> total of twenty-two damage as this firebolt just hits um, and burns away at this revenant. Mm. And then I kind of back into the the cover of the, the turret. Yeah, great. There's plenty going on over there, so he just doesn't really know where that came from. Uh, American, back to you. Gee, I don't know what to do on my turn. Um, By the way, with this concentration spell with the crocodiles, was the plant growth concentration as well? or No, it was okay. instantaneous. Oh, fantastic. So the front yard is still very messy. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but... Um, I'm going to try and run forward um, so that I can be behind the skull. Mm -hmm. So I'll use my movement to do that if I can figure out how far that is. So I'll end up um, Each of these just behind the feet. skeletons. Yeah, so I'll end up behind the skeletons. Mm -hmm. um, can I use my action to help the skeletons and, like, they're, I mean, they're going to. Yes, yes. I will let that be the case. So instead of finishing the turn, um, finishing all of the movement, getting all the skeletons across, and ending uh, that action at the end of their turn, they will have, have a little bit of extra movement on their turn as well. Okay, I'm going to use use my movement, uh, helping them hoist the skull over the fence, okay. while screaming unintelligent, uh, unintelligibly. <laughs> I like unintelligent. And unintelligent. At this stage, yeah, it's just pretty much yeah. nothing but a creature of adrenaline. Get over the fence. Get, get this fucking thing. Get a fence. Ah! Baron, over to you. Okay. Um, when when this revenant tries to get away from the crocodile, is that a saving throw? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I am going to cast the not great spell. Cantrip Mind Sliver on the Revenant with the spell book that's being bitten by the crocodile. Okay. And it gets and disadvantage on on saving throws, doesn't it, or something like that? Uh, on Dex saving throws. 
Ah. So what are we doing for this one? It's an intelligence uh, It has save. to make a... Yeah, of 17. Okay. It has rolled a 12. Great. So it has failed. It takes eight psychic damage. Okay. But possibly more importantly, it takes... Uh, subtracts 1d4 from the next saving throw that it makes before the end of my, <gasps> my next turn. Loses so a d4. That's a, okay. Yeah. It tries to break free of the grapple. It'll subtract three. Okay. Okay, that's great. Because um, it is... Oh, uh, the skeletons now, on mm-hmm. their turn, uh, have completed getting this thing. It's taken uh, a lot of effort with the rain pouring down over them. Um, but they have managed to get this skull and all of them, especially thanks to Mirakin's help, um, onto the other side. Uh, and it's now that you're looking at this skull next to the size of this mausoleum, where things like size-wise aren't looking like they make sense. Like the skull yeah. is enormous and this mausoleum looks pretty small. But the message from within that mausoleum seems to insinuate it has to go in. Yeah. Perfect. Um, Good. So, they've got, any so they've, got, they've got half movement uh, left. Well, so it looks like even if they push it towards it, it's not going to go in. We can try. Do you want to? They've got enough movement to get this skull in front of the in front of the door. They are professional movers. nosing. <laughs> Honestly, when I yeah. move big stuff, you just got to get the tip in, and then you can kind of wiggle it around. Well, don't okay. do it like that. Okay, they'll attempt to get the tip in and wiggle it around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The ribbon is the ribbon isn't uh, the ribbon isn't quite I, I sure. I can just hear the advice being yelled by Molly, who I'm standing next to. Get the tip in. Wiggle <laughs> it around. It'll right, all right, all right, already. Yeah, yeah. They, the the skeletons m- sort of maneuver this skull, and the revenant's watching with uncertainty, not really sure what these undead skeletons are here for, what they're doing, what the skull is, and it, it gets it. The skeletons move the skull into the front of this mausoleum. The door wide open uh, since Bill was recently in there. Um, and there is a like a golden glow that um, kicks up from within the mausoleum. Um, and with the rain pouring down, a crocodile latching onto one of the arms of the revenants, um, all of you taking a shelter behind the mausoleum. And, and Bill, you have sort of eyeing up whether you should go any closer to these spiders or or maybe or, or stay put and this glow from within the mausoleum um shoots out like a, a a beam of light from this mausoleum and wraps around this skull um and it's a magical light that seems to just shrink the skull down enough to force and squeeze it inside the mausoleum and then as the skull lands and places itself in the middle of the mausoleum a purple glow in the shape of the skull uh, swells up from the skull glows into the uh, the walls of the stonework and shoots up into the sky above you Bill, uh, was there something you wanted to say Shannon? No, I was pointing up into the sky because it's just shot up there I was excited Um, It shoots up and it, it, it stops at about the same height as the, the tower to the south of the graveyard and darts straight into that tower. And all at once, this enormous glow, this purple bright glow flashes, whoosh, just whips around, 
360 degrees around this tower, shining this light across all of Barovia. You see, we get a little snapshot of uh, the mouth of a, uh, of a cave with a silhouette of a, of a hairy, uh, half-transformed werewolf looking out over Barovia um, as this light whoosh, just whips across the sky. You, and, and, he, and, he, and he lets out this enormous howl. You see the abbot and Cloven standing uh, at the one of the windows of the abbey, looking out at the dreariness of the day, only to see this purple light whoosh, whip past all of Kretsk. There are um, people out in the rain of Velaki, and they're, they're just drenched in their rags, and they're smelling, there's muck, and there's dead wolves all around, and this pulsing purple just shoots across the sky. Whoosh! And then a and the few of them look up, and there's just this hope in their, in their eyes, the smile creeping onto their faces. And then we see Strad standing at Ravenloft, the mountains in his way. He's not sure what's really going on, but behind those mountains, every few seconds, is this purple pulse. He's not really sure what he's seeing, but he knows that this is your doing, and he crushes the glass in his hands. Back at the uh, graveyard that you're in, um, from the tower to yourself, just that pulsing purple light now, uh, almost like a beacon of Argenvost himself, just whipping around 360 degrees, almost like a lighthouse, um, sending this beacon out over Barovia. And you've been so caught up in that uh, light, and uh, the event that's just unfolded in front of you, um, and suddenly you, your senses snap back, Mirkin, and you look back towards uh, the Revenants just to, uh, to be battle-ready, um, and the Revenants have dropped to the ground. They're, they're not mm. moving. They're not moving anymore. Um, the other thing that's, that's kind of hit all of you now um, is just this feeling of hope, this absolute feeling of hope and joy within you now. Um, from here on in, you all get a plus one bonus to your AC. Um, you also get a plus oh. one bonus to any saving throw while you're in Barovia. Whoa. Now that you've got the beacon what? of Argenvost looking over you. Amazing. Wow. Sick. Um, and now you're just standing in the rain <laughs> uh, <laughs> outside Argenvost hole with this pulsing light every few seconds. Um, Bill's just going to run back up. Rejoin the crew. Okay. Uh, shall we go see the, the Lord of the Manor, maybe? Mm. Yeah. Ooh. What do you remember from um, your encounters with the Lord of the Manor? He was grumpy. Oh, this he was very weird. grumpy. Didn't want a bargain at all. Mm. Do you remember what he, his, his he was, stance was? Uh, uh, yeah, he, they he wanted want to kill. To, yeah, he wanted Strahd to suffer eternally at being alive. Yeah, yeah. He basically didn't want anything of what you were selling. Basically, he thought the idea <laughs> of of keeping him alive forever in this hell was was the ideal punishment for Strahd. 
He was so angry he couldn't he could not be swayed. Mm. Does anyone sense that hope that came to me? As as she says that um, the light uh, sort of returning to her heart changes her appearance and um, a tinge of auburn comes back into her hair as she comes back into the autumn season when she has I feel a restored sense of vigour in my heart. Perhaps perhaps we have done something great this day, I suspect. Let us go. Yes, I'll follow you. Where, where to? Into the. Well, we'll head towards that purple light, right? Who was. was he, uh, he was who upstairs. Actually, who, who got an audience with. Um, uh, I believe the name was Vladimir. Bill, I think. Ooh, I don't... Yeah, I think it was me. I think it was only you, wasn't it? He was the, the rest, thrown. Yeah, the rest of the crew was like round the corner. Mm, mm. Yeah. Um, Let's go see him. We might find him in better spirits. I think we should at least try. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's. Um, I'm just going to put you guys. Are you guys going to continue concentrating on the 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 spells, or are you going to? Mine's those? about. Mine's about to drop. So. Okay. American. I am going to pat Chompers and grab her and give and um, give them a little tussle and show them how proud I am and I'm going to maintain them and, and they're going to flank me as we walk along. Oh, so they're going to come along with us? Yes. They last for up to an hour. Okay. Okay, great. What I think is... I'm very know. proud of them. Yes. What, my, I'm, I am uh, very impressed with, what, uh, with calling them um, and utilising them in this fight. Uh, I'm going to pat this revenant on the ground. Yes, so, <laughs> pat him. Yeah, you did well. Yeah, these <laughs> these uh, revenants are now nothing more than just dead corpses. They gave it their all. I got to res- respect that. Um, so you said that you said the light shot shot across to the tower. Is it emanating from the tower now? It's from the the the, the top floor of the this the tower. central yeah the yeah. central building. Um, okay. it's above it's above. Uh, the area that you've just started walking into. I know you guys uh, went up these uh, spiral staircases at, uh, last time you were here, and it does just mm. lead to that that tower. And you didn't find anything up in that tower. The the means to get up to um, where Vladimir was was using the main the main stairs in the in the foyer. Um, and if you like, we can fast track that. Uh, mm. it's, two, it's two floors up. You you already know the way. Um, and we can say that the the journey through this through Argenvostolt is, is relatively relatively quiet. Um, there wasn't much going on before, but there's just a, a stillness and, a, and um, peace to to this uh, now. Um, and so you, let's yeah. go in quickly. Let's move you all. I'll just grab all of your tokens. Um, sorry, I'll just move you guys into a clump so I can. <laughs> Grab uh, you all. Oh, and the crocodiles. Um, where are we off to? Let's uh, see. So just going to pace you guys outside and then move you in. Uh, I'm assuming, Bill, you're the one sort of leading since uh, you know the whereabouts. Uh, skeletons all coming with as well. Mm-hmm. 
and the crocodiles. <laughs> We've got a lot coming up. These uh, the spiral staircase here. We'll bring them all in as you eventuate, uh, uh, as you make your way through. Um, you, you've you've made your way up uh, two floors of Argenvostholt, um, and you arrive on the third floor where you know uh, Vladimir is more than likely still seated in his throne. Uh, ahead of you, uh, the ruins of... Um, there's big, uh, just this big, enormous opening in the, in the uh, top of the uh, Argenvost Holt where the rain is still pouring down um, into the, the area that you're in. Uh, there's a door uh, to the north. Um, there was some movement, and, and I think there was some chatting, or some, some murmuring happening from within that room at one point and now it's uh now that you're here this time there doesn't seem to be any any voices coming from beyond that door um but there is there's uh, a bit of movement coming from that door and you know just ahead of you to the right just through the wall at your right hand side bill is is where vladimir um was so in here and there's just a bit of movement coming from the one on your left i'm just gonna round the corner Letty! <laughs> How are ya? <laughs> what a greeting. <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, you, you see through all of this through all of this rubble, uh you sort of stomping down all of this slippery uh wet stone and wood, and you see the the um wooden throne um with its dragon uh sort of wings facing you um and you can see again you remember so there's a bit of a flashback happening you remember the last time you you burst into this room when you called out for him he just like tightened his grip and with with frustration on his throne um but this time and you see his hand there there's there's not that same sort of response um instead uh the figure at the throne stands and he walks uh, around the throne and, and, and faces you. Um, he says, Did you do this? Yeah, we brought the skull back. Did you see the beacon? <laughs> I did. You have made you've made me very happy. Ah, oh, beautiful. <laughs> I couldn't. I. I. I'll be honest. I. You. Uh, you got a real good poker face. It was a hard read. <laughs> um, and he's just he's sort of making his way just slowly towards you. Um, I haven't felt, I haven't felt like this in a very long time. What was your name? My name is Bill, and these are my friends. And I gesture for them to kind of introduce themselves as they walk in. Hello, Marley! Um, in front of you is, um, you, this is the first time you've seen him, uh, Morley, but there's just this, this, uh, power behind this, a creature standing in front of you is this undead revenant unlike uh some of the ones that you've already encountered there's just a strong presence for him and you know from the stories ismark uh, has spoken to you about this was argenvost's strongest soldier uh, that fought with argenvost in some large wars before strad's uh curse hit this land it's nice to meet you morley i am i am vladimir pleasure and he looks out to the rest of you, sort of behind Bill. Please, Bear, come Eric in. and Baron, come in. Okay, Chompers, Grabbers, this way. <laughs> I sense great power from you, and I apologize, Bill. I apologize for how I treated you last you were here. That's okay. You, 
had, I'm sure, quite a few bad centuries. I have had nothing but vengeance in my mind since my dear partner was taken from me. I've wanted nothing than for Strahd to suffer. And you have, you've cleared my mind. And I think, I think what you are after is what shall be followed. Okay. Uh, and, and what, what am I? What do you think I am after? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Why are we even here, very, guys? Very confident. Very co- the confidence here is fantastic. But he's too uh, enamored by how charming you look, Bill. So <laughs> you mentioned last you were here that you seeked, sought to destroy. Seeked. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted Strad. Removed from Barovia. We said we wanted to kill him. Yes. That, that, <laughs> I'm also okay with that now. <laughs> oh. Yay! It's quite, it's quite, quite a turnaround. Come around to our way of thinking, Vladimir. Although I will say, we're certainly not opposed to him suffering either. Or perhaps some I, suffering, then death. That's what I like to hear. Just maybe not eternally, if it means that everybody else also has to suffer with him. Um, maybe if we could lock him in a pocket dimension and he can suffer eternally in there, I'd be okay with that. As long as everybody else is okay. That's that's really what we're after. Is everybody except Strad is okay. <laughs> well said. You have such a way with words, <laughs> Bill. And Rahadin, and Rahadin, just in case. Ah, and Rahadin, Strad and Rahadin. Uh, you all look exhausted. How did you achieve what you have achieved? Well, um, a mixture of skill, dashing good looks, and a shitload of luck, really. We um, teleported into Strad's castle without knowing that it was his castle and took that opportunity to take the skull. That was me. That was that was Morley. He, he, didn't, Morley he, he didn't even nice. need very much encouragement at all, really. <laughs> he was up for it. That's what I'm saying. But he was up for it. Many have tried. Many have tried what you have sought to do here today. None have managed an inch of what you a lot have achieved in your time here. How can I serve you in your efforts? To destroy Strahd. Well, we know that Strahd um, has a lot of quite loyal followers, werewolves and the like, and probably a bunch of other vampires and undead things. And um, we're just we're just four. So if if you could help us with you and your uh, army, just raising the thing, just to see what his reaction is, um, I'm sure that would be. That would give us a fighting chance in the uh, in the battle to come. Yes, you must speak with Godfrey. He tell him I give my blessing for him to create an army for all for for, you, for this. We don't do well with like extended extended periods of serious chat. I think he he mostly spends his time in this chair looking out the window, right? So Mm. I cut him some slack. It's okay, Vladimir. 
haven't spoken to anyone in a long time, I'm sure. I, um, Have you heard of Toastmasters? <laughs> <laughs> Bill, that is all too accurate. I myself haven't spoken with my dear Godfrey in years. Um, when you speak with him, please tell him to return to me. Awkward, okay. thi- we- awkward thing is he's actually just, he's in this castle as well. Um, <laughs> but I've been here I in my spoken. throne room clouded by vengeance and I want to help you and then... And then I can return to Godfrey. Okay, so so we bring him here, or you <laughs> going to him? Or... We can go talk to him. We'll go to come Godfrey. With I'll tell you what, I'll come with. I'll come with yeah, you. Come with. Come with. I'm, we don't honestly, the I'm honestly very excited to see Godfrey. It's been a long time. He is. I'm excited to see Godfrey. He is a beautiful man. You will oh, enjoy his company. But not too much. Not as much <laughs> as I'm going to. Oh, okay. <laughs> was I, sorry, just out of um, game for a second. Was I away when we met Godfrey or knew of Godfrey? We don't know Godfrey. Well, Why you, is everyone just going along with this Godfrey character? Like, he's like, yeah, well you, guys haven't, you guys haven't met Godfrey yet. Um, Have we ever heard of Godfrey? No, no, this is the first you've heard of Godfrey. Feel free to ask questions. Uh, uh, Vla- Vladimir, I'm so sorry to hold up proceedings and uh, stall your reunion with Godfrey. What? A little smile oh, like, it... crosses his face when you mention his name. Yeah, we're all excited, but uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about Godfrey? Like, who he is, what he does for a living, <laughs> what he likes... Godfrey is the main reason for the vengeance I have for Strahd. Godfrey and I, a long time ago, were to be wed, and Strahd took him from me. In my vengeance, in my vengeance, I brought upon Argenvost's numerous soldiers and took to Strahd in a hundred-year war. I brought Godfrey back as well to help, but my... (sighs) My stubborn mind was not able to enjoy his company. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Uh, that sound. <laughs> I thought that was out my window. <laughs> Someone kicking in some like animated armor or something in the castle. Um, yeah. So the, the, where, where was I? He's um, he brought He's Godfrey brought back. Godfrey back, as well as a bunch of other soldiers. But it's all in the form of revenants. They're all undead. Uh, they're all cursed. We're all cursed. The same as anybody else who dies here. Sorry, this might be a rude... Sorry to interject. I'm. My name's Brintel. This is Chris, Shailene, Janet, Todd and Penny. Um, so the, the Revenants, uh, they... Uh, you speak very well. You know, seem to have your wits about you for a Revenant. Is it the same for everyone else? I'm not sure what powers gave me the ability to maintain my memories and the mind that I have. Ah, just the pure anger of seeing myself mm. cut down by Strahd's armies and the furious nature that I had dwelling within me. And the dark magic called me back into a body. And I have been here, tormented ever since. Mm. And, and the other revenants, are they like you? Or I have brought them back myself. I don't have the ability to have them maintain their minds. But I could oh. bring their souls to bodies scattered across Barovia to be here at my side. Mm. 
Okay. So is, is uh, Godfrey is he uh, is he not quite as well spoken as you, or is he is he not you know ch- chatty? He's he will he's been wanting what you've wanted for a long time. He wanted the yes. end of Stroud, but because of our connection, he he would do what I asked. He uh, he honoured the decisions that I would make. He's going to be very very pleased to see that you have helped sway me to his way of thinking. Oh, so he was more okay. He was trying to sway you. All right, sounds good. Let uh, me we're, let me take we're you to him. Yeah, and he moves um, past all of you back towards. Uh, the area that you came up, stomping through the, the rubble and wooden stone, back to the, uh, the doorway um, in the hallway. And he opens it up. And uh, what you're seeing in here looks to be um, some kind of just, sp- it's a spacious chamber. And there's a big, heavy wooden table in the middle of it. Um, and in each of the six high-backed uh, chairs, each of them with uh, wood-carved dragons at the top, um, are just skeletal humans, uh, revenants, uh, motionless, slumped in their chairs. Um, and standing at the wi- window is um, quite, a, quite an upright, uh, it's got a good posture and good poise to him, um, standing at the window looking out at this uh, purple light flashing across uh, Barovia. And he turns and his face is, is skeletal and undead. And he sees all of you. But he looks uh, towards Vladimir, and a smile crosses his his uh, the sort of dead and, and, and uh, very beaten and, and um, cursed face that he has. Um, and while looking at Vladimir with a smile, says, "You did this. You've all done this for us." His uh, red eyes piercing the room. Yes, wow. it, for you and for Barovia. Um, for all Barovia. And you, Vladimir, you're all right. And Vladimir nods and uh, says, Godfrey, I can, I can think clearly now. And he moves towards uh, Godfrey and they meet in the middle of the room. Um, and uh, they each hold out their hands. And they hold on to each other's hands. And they just look into each other's eyes. Um, I'm glad to have you back, Vlad. And they just embrace in this chamber. Um, OTP. And um, <laughs> that's that's held for uh, a good 20 seconds. Long um, time coming. Yeah. They've been hanging around for avoiding each other for 100 <laughs> years or so. Huh? Um, Look what we've done on this day. We have reunited lost loved ones. And undead that are, like, having normal conversations and being nice. This is fantastic. Um, I feel the weight lifted off my heart on this day. And Godfrey looks over uh, Vladimir's shoulders at you all. If I could cry, know that I would. Thank you. Thank you for bringing my Vlad back to me. Um, And Vlad steps back um, and says, Godfrey, we must give them an army. They are here to do what you have wanted for so long. And I believe with everything that they have done here today, they shall be the ones to take down Stroud. And Godfrey looks at the Revenants slumped in their seats. Um, And uh, are there any other Revenants you've come across? Are they also in this state? Yes. It will take 
some time, but uh, the lands being as cursed as they are, returning Argenvost's soul to this mansion should have seen all of us revenants returning to peace, our souls into the afterlife. But as long as this curse is here, their souls will merely be trapped between their bodies and the afterlife. It will take some time, but I will do what I can to build you an army of revenants at your side. Thank you, Godfrey.